0: new to the jeremiah show it's the angel baby show this is the story of two sisters talking about the things they love most pop culture social media entertainment music and fashion and now the angel baby show featuring elise and ava lynn
1: It's the Angel Baby Show. We are back today. I'm Elise. And I'm Ava Lynn. Um, And in this episode, we want to discuss eating our way through Cabo. (laughs) Literally, oh my gosh, we ate so much. Like, it's not even funny. But it was so worth it. It was amazing food and an amazing time. so relaxing. And it definitely wasn't like Cabo trips, I think, that... Um, you know, spring breakers have or college students usually have. Um, We went with, you know, our mom and our other sister who's actually coming on today. I'm so excited to talk to her, Evangeline. Um, Um, Well, we we talked about we went to Cabo and we talked about it a little bit on the last episode. But in this episode, we really wanted to talk about like everything from the travel, the packing, Spirit Airlines. Um, and then we really want to get into like the food that we ate because it was amazing. And that's where our third angel baby, our little sister, Evangeline, is going to come in and we're going to interview her for about 30 minutes so she can get to know everybody. Um, and I'm super, super excited to go through all of that. You Same. But yeah, I know. So just from the beginning, I guess, chronologically, we um this was like a media trip with um our mom's show California Life and um they booked us on Spirit Airlines and we've always like heard of Spirit Airlines. We're definitely like Southwest people um because they give us free snacks and free luggage. Um but spirit airlines, it was our first time going. Um, and you can't bring like a carry on with you, you know, unless it's like a backpack or like a, a bag or anything. So Elisa and I shared a suitcase. And then my mom and Evie shared a suitcase as well. And honestly, my takeaway from that, we had to pay for that. And my takeaway from that is you can totally just bring one of those like overnighter bags if it's a short trip. And as long as it fits under the seat in front of you, I really don't think you have to spend like over fifty dollars for like a carry-on. What do you think, Elise? Oh yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, I think what's interesting is we even when we travel on places where you can I only pack a carry-on. Like I've I never check my bags. And it's weird because you know we're girls. So mm-hmm. we definitely pack like makeup and clothes. And I wouldn't say we are minimalists, but at the same time like I've gone on ski trips before and I'll just bring a little carry on. And I don't know. I think we're just really good. Maybe because we've moved so much in our lives at just squeezing everything in.
0: <laughs> and, we,
1: and I don't know. I mean, the, the one thing is definitely the liquids like, but I, I'm not going to bring a bottle of shampoo with me mm-hmm. on the trip. You know, like hotels usually have that. So yeah. I don't know. There's so many packing tips out there, but I would say for spirit airlines, 100% because you're already bringing a carry-on and you can fit so much in like a duffel bag style. Yeah. That's actually something I really want when we were moving. We talked about like, cause we moved back and forth with college and my mom's moved houses. So we always say like, what's the easiest way to bring all our stuff in? And right. you showed me those Ikea bags on TikTok. And I'd never seen them before, but they just look like they fit all of your clothes in one bag and just kind of expand like Mary Poppins, yeah. where you can fit everything in there. Um, yeah. No, those are really popular amongst college kids um, like us, just because the suitcases, what happens is I think they're really bulky and they're kind of confined, so it's hard to, like, stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's hard to, like, literally yeah. stuff, like, with all of your um, clothes. And I feel like nobody talks about how expensive suitcases are. Like, I got I got a set, a really nice set from my grandparents when I graduated high school. And it is so nice. Like, I've never, it, it, it's, never it's a gift where, like, I would never buy it for myself. Yeah. But, like it's i'm so grateful that i have like a really nice like set of you know suitcases Mm -hmm. a one big one one small one and it even has like a little charger on it like it's a really nice suitcase um but yeah no that's like i think like my advice for spirit because i think spirit is really cheap but it's not worth it if you're gonna like buy the like carry-on bags like you might as well just go like something a little bit more expensive where you can Bring free free luggage. You kind of end up paying for all the extra stuff that is just included at other airlines, right? Like I almost took one of the snacks that they were passing out, and then I realized you had to pay for it. Yeah, And I was like, oh wait, no, like that's <laughs> for that. And then you have to pay for the luggage and everything. So it's still a lot of add-ons, but it was really affordable and a super easy flight. And at the end of the day, like it's all kind of the same experience when you're flying yeah. commercials. So. I I'd totally do spirit again. Oh, yeah. On a short trip. No, totally same. I don't know why I had such like a negative connotation, like wrapped around like spirit. I don't know if it was something <laughs> that happened in the news or something, but like maybe it's just because it's really cheap. But I, I enjoyed my spirit airlines experience. But once we were there, it's funny because we went outside of you know the airport and it just started pouring down rain in Cabo. And I was kind of like, oh, like tropical vibes, you know, like I didn't really know like what the like weather was usually like in Cabo. But then when we went on our tour for the hotel and Elise you've been to Cabo before, it's usually not ever raining. Like it's usually pretty sunny and dry, right? Yeah, well that's what Cabo, every time I'm in Cabo, it reminds me so much of San Diego, where we used to live. Except Cabo is I felt like maybe it was because of the storm. It's a little bit more humid than Southern California it feels yeah tropical, like my hair definitely yeah. <laughs> and in Cabo. but um, but yeah we because we looked on the weather map and we were super sad because right before we went we realized that it was gonna be raining every day and thunderstorms and we were like, what no, Fourth of July, but then I felt like when we were there it reminded me of Hawaii because it would rain a little bit. Kind of hard. Like when we first got off the airport, it was pouring, and we all had like our blankets over our heads because we didn't want to get our hair wet. Literally, and, oh my gosh! But then I felt like later on, it it actually calmed down, and it, it was just like these quick little storms, and then it would be super sunny and just yeah, hours, um, which always amazes me. whether I know. It really was stunning though when the sun fully came out. You know, and sometimes it would only be for like a couple hours. But just something about the white sand with the like clear blue ocean. one thing I didn't know actually about Kaaba was you can't go into the ocean, or at least they advise yeah. you not to because it's really rocky and the waves are pretty big. Yeah, um, so that was something I was kind of surprised by. I know Evie was a little bit like sad about that because she's like our little ocean baby, but um, but yeah, no, I was kind of I was surprised about that. I didn't know that. You couldn't go in, you were advised not to go into the ocean, you know? Well, that was when I first went, I went to Cabo like five years ago. And I always thought of it as like this beach place and everything. And I also stayed at an all-inclusive resort. And you've got the great pool and the beautiful view of the ocean, but the ocean is like there's very little beach from like the water mm-hmm. to the actual resort sure. and the waves are like, there's tons of rocks. It's gorgeous. It's the most beautiful place to take photos, but I don't think you would feel safe swimming yeah. at least where I was staying and where we stayed this time as well. Um, so if you're not like a huge beach person, but you love to look at the beach and lay out by a pool, like I had no problem yeah. going into yeah. the water because I was in a pool looking at the ocean. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, that that is some I wonder if there's other places in Cabo where you could I know you can take we took photos on the beach, but we didn't actually swim in the waves because and it might have been related to the storm, but the waves were really big. They were the, very they were very big. But, um, but yeah, no, I, I loved it is it was kind of nice just to lay by the pool and not even because sometimes you feel guilty. You're like, I feel like I need to go into the ocean and then you get like whipped around by the waves. yeah Um, But yeah, no, I think going back to eating our way through Cabo um, after we take a break, we're going to bring back our little sister Evie. Evangeline. We'll see what, what name she wants to go by today because I feel like it's something new every day. But, um, we'll but tell yeah. a funny story about her name. Yes, we'll tell a funny story about her name, actually. And then, um, yeah, you'll hear from her about the food and um, the we went off off of our hotel and then also we stayed at our hotel and ate at some really really good restaurants so you'll hear all about that in our interview portion with our baby sister evangeline the third angel baby so we'll see you after the break this is ava lynn and this is elise and we'll see you in a few I'm Evelyn, And I'm Elise. And we have our baby sister, the third angel baby with us, Evangeline. Evie, say hi. Hi, guys. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so thankful that Jeremiah is giving me this opportunity to speak with my two loving sisters. Aww. And I'm so excited to be on this podcast. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to be on further more podcasts. So continue watching for that. Yeah, that is very true. She's definitely going to be on, especially because it's the Angel Baby show. And she yeah. is one of the Angel Babies. Um, but yeah, no, Evie, Evie, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us what grade you are. Tell us anything you want. Yes. Um. So I'm going to be a sophomore in high school next year. And I, I don't know. I have. A really big fun fact that actually not a lot of people know about me is that I love jazz music. It's one of my favorite things on Earth. I just love everything about it. And I've always been an ocean girl. Like I love the ocean, just like you guys were talking about earlier. And honestly, I am excited for the Barbie movie. (laughs) There's not really. Oh, I do dance and I'm on the cheer team for, well, I did do dance and now I'm going to be on the cheer team at this new high school that I'm going to. So I'm really excited. Excited. I know the jazz music thing is definitely, you've always been into jazz music, which I feel like is saying a lot because you're 15. Um, So, so that's always such a fun fact that I'm so glad that you brought it up. But you also, what we were going to talk a lot about today was you love cooking and culinary arts and, and we have, um you know, obviously we ate a lot in Cavo and, you know, you were throwing out these saute, these like vocabulary words that I literally had no idea uh, anything about. Um, so I'd love to hear first and foremost about, you know, all of our experiences with the Baraschina Chef Diemo. um, that Jeremiah Higgins, our amazing executive producer, hooked us up with. And he really did treat us right. He brought out amazing foods, went off the menu. Um, it was amazing. But Evie, what was your favorite thing that he brought out and why? Um. Well, I felt like this was a, like, all of us thought that this dish was, like, definitely the main, like, the main star like she th- shined through with like everything that this dish like had and um I thought uh wait, sorry this dish was the um rice and some type of like fish on top of it and then it also had like um. It, it looked like squid on it as well and then it had like some caviar which if you know something about caviar it's definitely like everybody loves caviar <laughs> not everybody but like it's a it's a expensive dish and um it was just really nice to see that like he put put together something so nice yeah. for us i was gonna ask you evie like I feel like there's a lot of things that taste good, like fast food tastes good, sweets taste good. But what what are things that comes to like culinary and cooking that makes something high quality? Like what are the the distinctions or the differences in food that makes something more high quality than something else? Um, Something that I've definitely noticed is the freshness of like what the product is and what everything that goes into like each dish is just very important on like how fresh it is and how well made it was. Um, If the food is not prepared well, or like not well made or not like, for example, like from a cow, like if it wasn't processed right, or if it wasn't like fresh enough, then the dish is going to like become not, exactly how the chef would want it or i i just think that like if a dish is like a really good quality just an amazing dish it it would be like definitely fresh and but also like different flavors coming together and like making one really different really unique Dish, and it's very important. That, yeah, yeah. And what do you? The thing that I feel like I've recently discovered with food is like this sounds kind of dumb, but just the difference a sauce can make or a seasoning and what you can add. Like now, this is so ratchet, but like I can't have eggs without ketchup because it's <laughs> just like what I'm used to now. But what would you? What do you? What are your thoughts on like seasons and sauces and I don't know flavors to food <laughs> well it's actually kind of funny because our mom doesn't really like put seasoning in some of our food so like um throwing mom just, under the bus well well i love her but <laughs> mom's not a very she didn't she doesn't love cooking but i think that's where evie i think that's where evie comes in is she yeah. loves, like she um, just whipped up deviled eggs last night like That was so random. Yeah. She just knows how to like find, like, I would never think, okay, baking soda, brown sugar, let's, it's almost like a piece of art or like Mm -hmm. a painting or, or like building something like an architect. Like, I I don't, I don't have the brain for that. But Mm -hmm. I, I just think that like I've seen so much learning from like internet, the internet on like how to make something. It's just like kind of been, put into my brain and like it's been in my memory so like if I make deviled eggs it's only like simple ingredients that I can just put together that honestly if it's it's really simple if you like really look at it I mean yes it's of course it's like art but like I do love the idea of like cooking and putting seasons together and you know the main like seasons I'd probably use in like My ingredients is probably, like, garlic salt, which sounds gross, but it's also, like, very – it's very tasty when it comes in, like, Mm -hmm. guacamole, which sounds really gross, but you have to try it first and tell me what you think. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Evie makes amazing guacamole. That was something that I definitely (laughs) – indulge in whenever she makes it. Um, but so we, all, so we went to eat first and foremost at Bar Eskina, and the chef was amazing. He was so sweet, literally so kind. He like would bring out amazing dishes and just explain all of them to us. And like, he just treated us like family and it was so, so nice. And he was like, this is a meal for all of us. And then we went to, um, the um, Patias restaurant. That was cool. So good. Oh, my gosh. It was sunset and the moon. It was just gorgeous. It was right on the water. And actually, my mom and I, when we went on the tour the day after, we found out that that restaurant was actually there originally. And the hotel was built around the restaurant, which is really interesting and really fun. And um, we had really good uh dinners there i had like lamb which for me if anyone knows me i'm the pickiest eater ever but i was like you know what i'm gonna try something new <laughs> um but you yeah, know i had lamb and evie do you remember what you had you had something really yummy i, I had the a- best dessert i remember that well that was definitely my my favorite dish so far but i had like um it was like a ramen dish and i was so surprised that they had like oh it, it was miso soup but it was like it had some type of like beef in it or not beef like some type of like pork or beef in the in the miso soup but it also like kind of tasted like ramen which i was a little confused but it was definitely different and especially like being in mexico i would never guess like they would sell something so uniquely different from like what their cultural food is yeah i noticed that they definitely gave us the foods at least at the hotels and it was food that i wasn't expecting to eat in mexico because we have so much mexican food like the the four of us we go to mexican like all the time that's always (laughs) like our (laughs) go-to but i don't know if there's a difference between you know Mexican food in Mexico versus Mexican food in America. I'm sure there is like Tex-Mex and, you know, all of those type of Mexican food restaurants that are not very similar to the actual Mexican food. Um, but yeah, no, we did have some really unique dishes, especially at that Patayas restaurant, which means dragon fruit. It was such a pretty restaurant. So if you're ever in Cabo, I highly suggest if you're not staying at Hacienda Del Mar, definitely go to pataya's it's like an insanely gorgeous restaurant especially at sunset and um i highly 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 suggest that restaurant um but yeah no evie had this spring roll dessert and i remember all of us saying that that was like the best. we all got our own desserts and then we all ended up eating evie's yeah so much better well, he said that the um the waitress was or the server was saying that that was his like favorite dish and you definitely had to get the spring roll. And I was thinking I mean, I was kind of confused like what kind of spring roll would be in right. like for dessert. So, I kind of like didn't understand, but then once he like brought it out, I was like, "Oh wow, I was just so pleasantly surprised." Yeah. He like decorated it or um he like it, it's supposed it it was a spring roll. It was like a churro mixture with like cinnamon sugar and like some type of um pastry, pastry bread or um yeah, something like that. And then they also he also put like Banana pudding and like some type of like banana mixture, and then put like put a scoop of ice cream on the side, and it was to die for. It was so good. So, so good, and it just melted in my mouth. Like mm-hmm. it was just so buttery and moist. That's a that's a gross word, but it, mm-hmm. all I'm saying it was just amazing. And that, what's also really cool about patias is. Just if you look up a picture of the restaurant, it doesn't look like anywhere else you'd stay. It's this like circular, I don't know what to call it, like a circular tent. And it has like a cabana roof, but it's super high ceiling. And you're staring out to the ocean. It almost looks like a wedding venue. I mean, it's beautiful. And we went there twice. We went there like our first night at the resort. And then we went there on the 4th of July. And they had a huge 4th of July special. Where I I love when food served this way, but we that was another cool thing about the restaurants is we had like one night of just a regular restaurant like take your order. Um, at Barasquina we had um, what's the term? I'm gonna say it wrong. We did it in Seattle. We're like the chef. It starts with a no. Oh, the chef's choice. Chef's choice. Yeah, and he um brings out whatever he thinks that you guys would like best, and so we just fully put our trust in the chef. And I love that because I always order the same thing. I, know. So. I just yeah. love the idea of like having something like brought. <laughs> well, that it makes yeah. sense, but like, I don't really want to choose my food. I'm like, I would rather have someone surprise me or like, give me something so uniquely different. And it just bright, bright, brightens like my whole knowledge of food in every, in every form because yeah. There was one dish that I've never had before. It was like a duck. What what was that like? Duck taco. Remember at Pataya's? Oh, yeah, that was so yummy. I think we definitely ate some some different some different dishes but I I think it was funny I was talking to mom and I was like mom what's your favorite what's your favorite dish that you had and she said that her favorite was the Hawaiian pizza we had by the pool which I thought was so funny because I felt like we had all of these like that was her favorite that was her favorite her, the Hawaiian pizza I was like there's no way I was like we had so many like, Authentic. well made I know on beautiful plates and she makes yeah. them." pizza okay i was like you know what mom i was like low-key saying that hawaiian pizza was amazing it, was it, really, hit the spot. it really hit the spot and it, she was like i just love the bread it was so soft i was like you know what me too but honestly this. sometimes like the simpler the better like i i am such a fan of like simple you know simple little things but hawaiian pizza <laughs> i guess that's my mom's favorite and so, and so many people don't like Hawaiian pizza, but I yes. we all like, Jeremiah likes Hawaiian pizza. Be no. like, does anyone here not like Hawaiian pizza? I love Hawaiian pizza. Yeah. I definitely don't have anything against pineapple and pizza, even though it is a controversial kind of topic. <laughs> but <laughs> I think it's a great yeah. topic. Well, before, so I want to talk, we're going to talk a lot about the resort in the next couple Sections, but I think we also want to talk a little bit just more about Evie being our sister, and we we definitely I feel like Evie we know Evie's an amazing cook we know she loves to make food but I I said that we were gonna bring this up and I feel like we have to bring this up in the episode is Evie's name <laughs> oh the- yes so this is definitely the joke in the house and as girl like growing up i've always known that I, my name was actually Evangeline and i've never like questioned it i always thought okay so i go by Evie, but my real name's evangeline and i love i love my real name when i like i was just thinking like when i grow up i'm definitely going to be named evangeline because i don't want to waste such a beautiful name right so My mom pulled me like,
0: well, you're named after
1: you're named after my mom's grandmother. Yes. Because my mom's grandmother went by Irene. And then at her funeral, my mom saw that her real name was actually Evangeline. And Irene was her middle name. And she was like, Evangeline is such a beautiful name. And then that inspired my mom to name Evie Evangeline. And then they thought, oh, we'll call her Evie for short. Yeah. Yeah. but they. when i was when i was born i mom and dad were like well they were like i don't even talking about it and then yeah. once the nurse came they she was like oh so what's the name going to be for the baby and my dad says like evie but well, it was really I don't even know what went through their heads when they yeah. did this, because the whole reason of calling you Evie is, is because it's short for Evangeline. Yeah. But they just had this weird like crisis moment in the hospital bed where they figured, well, we're going to be calling her Evie anyway. So let's just have her name be Evie Which on the birth certificate. Shouldn't. And- happened but. and so they they named her evie on the birth certificate so evangeline isn't even on your so birth certificate. Certificate. this whole time i've always been evie and i've just fantasized my name as evangeline instead <laughs> well, of also your name is evangeline on like social security stuff and like yeah like it is evangeline on like a passport too, or like, there's there's definitely like, the records are like mismatched because like, (laughs) some are Evangeline and like some schools that you've gone to, your name is registered as Evangeline. And then some schools are like, well, her birth certificate says Evie. So we can't say that she's Evangeline. Like the high school that you're going to now is like, they were like, we need like a different birth certificate in order to call her like Evangeline, have it in our records. Um, It's just so funny. Like it reminds me of um, we used to watch our family used to watch The Middle. It was a really funny like kind of sitcom about this like family like in the middle of America and they're very average middle class, and um, they named their kid like kind of on accident Sue Sue Heck. So like her middle name was Sue, and like that was like <laughs> that was her middle name. It just reminds me so much of like Evie's name how yeah. how it's like actually evie but we all call her evangeline well i i laughed so hard because before we even we found out about this kind of recently from our mom and she was like oh it's always on my to-do list to go like fix her name it's been 15 years like <laughs> but we what i remember it was i was laughing so hard because in college i remember evie so we always call her evie like she's just Evie. I, I only, I don't really go Evangeline, but it is, I always thought like when she gets older, I wonder if she'll go by Evangeline, like if she's working or something. And, um, I remember like, but it's her name's Eve. Like we call her Evie and she comes to my college one time and she's meeting all my friends and, you know, she's like six years younger than me and my friends. And I remember like, I'm like, Oh, this is my sister. And she goes up and introduces herself. And she goes, I'm Evangeline. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, Evangeline. (laughs) So funny. I don't know. Some days, like, I wake up and I think I'm Evangeline. But then others are like, I'm Evie. So I have definitely have two personalities. Uh, (sighs) And we'll talk so much. We're going to have Evie back. We have so many things to talk about with Evie. Evie is a very entertaining person always a fun time entertaining so we will definitely be back with her it's been great talking to our third angel baby the show these are so fun to like talk with my sisters because normally we just do it at home but now we can just do it on this podcast I know it's so much fun, Evie. Thank you for thank you for coming on the Angel Baby Show. We love you. We will miss you. You will come back soon, and we can't wait for that day. But um, Evie Evangeline, thank you for coming on today. Thank you so much, Jeremiah Higgins, and inviting me and Elisa and Ava. I get to talk to them like I do every day, but <laughs> I'm really happy and hopefully. This will do some great things to me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Okay, Evie. we'll see we'll see you later. Love you. Angel Baby Show. I'm Evelyn. I'm Elise, and we just interviewed our amazing third Angel Baby, Evangeline, or Evie. <laughs> if you missed that, you have to go back and see why we call her both, and why we don't know what to call her. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, no. So we were talking a lot, obviously, about Cabo, about the Fourth of July um, in our last episode. Um, but I wanted to talk about. So this was a media trip. For my family and I and I pretty much do all like the majority of taking photos and putting tiktoks together and um not being like the martyr I actually really enjoy doing that I would do it like even for myself like if I didn't have to do it for something um But I really wanted to talk about kind of like juggling, relaxing on a vacation. And then also, if you're there for media or if you're there to, you know, do work, also trying to like get that done while like simultaneously relaxing. But for me, I really try and find one shot and and one content idea or maybe there's three videos that I want to push out like a video about all the drinks that I did that I had or a video about just like my whole day in short little snippets or a video of all of my outfits you know like for the week and I pretty much try and organize all of those ideas like before I go on the trip and I figure out what songs I want them to i I figure out, you know, like what I want the vibe to be, you know, what filters I want, you know, how I want to edit it. I figure all of that out before I start, you know, even making the content or even getting there. And then that way, when I'm, you know, taking a really quick video, it's not taking up like the whole time and I'm not stressing about like, Oh, well, what am I going to use this for this and that? And then additionally, I usually want to post on TikTok and Instagram Reels. So I like to just take videos on my camera roll versus taking videos on the actual TikTok app so that way I can use that video that I took in any platform that um that I can. So I kind of um that's kind of my way of organizing so that I don't get stressed while I'm trying to relax on vacation. Um, and then also I have my phone, and sadly I had a really nice iPhone camera. It was like the three cameras a year ago, but it sadly got stolen at Coachella, which is so sad. At least it got stolen at Coachella, which is devastating. But um, but I you know I have my iPhone, which is still really nice. And then I also have a Canon. And I use that Canon a lot for like scenic photos, or if I know I want to post it on California Life, I'll take photos of like the food that we ate or like, so just it's a little bit more high quality. It's a little bit um, brighter, it's more defined, um, but the iPhone cameras are really good for like more of that natural kind of photo dump personalized like instagram um that i feel like a lot of people are like kind of moving towards um but yeah having that like digital camera that captures really um really beautiful scenic landscapes or like even just makes the lighting a little bit more like um appealable or appealing to um, to, you know, your Instagram posts and everything like that. So I kind of just am, I pride myself on being organized beforehand. So that way I don't stress myself out um, during the trip. But yeah, no, it, Elise actually, it's funny. She went the whole trip without a phone, mm-hmm. like literally the whole trip. Yeah. Well, I, not like intentionally. I, yeah. <laughs> um, I lost, so I dropped my phone in the pool which is really just great. And it was working and then it just stopped working and it was a really long process of like trying to find the cheapest alternative replacement option and looking at AT&T deals and unfortunately I dropped it in the pool just a couple of days before we went to Cabo and I figured out like how I was going to get a new phone and pay for it but um it wasn't going to come in in time so i just went on the trip without it and honestly like i have to i had to work remotely for 2 days in cabo but i had my laptop so it was totally fine but that is kind of what what was interesting about it is i realized like not having my phone cuz like what Ava was just talking about like she does social media to like support my mom's show and that's kind of part of the deal on like how we get to travel and do cool things like an influencer basically and then Ava also just with her platform being on The Voice like her social media really kind of does start to feel like a job and like a responsibility but um for me growing up like and this is something that Ava can talk about too is just being like an average teenage girl trips really do start to get defined by like what am i going to post like when you go on vacation you start thinking like oh what's my instagram post going to be and so not having my phone i couldn't really you know think like that and um it's interesting like it's kind of sad how i feel like now like every event in our life sometimes there's like this calculating process in your head where you're like what am I gonna wear well I can't wear that because I already posted that on Instagram and what's my caption going to be and you know like we I mean I still took photos of myself (laughs) in Cabo like probably going to post something even though I didn't have a phone but um do you do you feel at all like kind of like restricted from just having a good time on vacation because you're so focused on like getting a good Instagram post oh for sure And like, it's hard to when you don't get one that you really like because it stresses you out. You're like, "Oh my gosh, like I don't have the money shot. I don't have the photo that is yeah. showing everyone how good I look in Cabo and how fun I'm having. How much fun I'm having." And like it's honestly like it's kind of psychotic and calculating and super duper weird. And when you think about it, you're like, "I can't believe I'm like spending time taking photos." But like the flip side of it is like I am really happy that I have these photos from this place and like, I, it's, you know, it definitely is, is good. And it's, it's fun. And it's, it's something that I love looking back at, but it is stressful and it is something that totally defines my my trip is like what photos i got and like if i didn't get good photos it would definitely like make me sad which is which is kind of crazy but i do think we have so much more to say about like this yeah. and um we're gonna come back maybe even talk about the spa i don't know yeah. we'll see. <laughs> we will see um but this is the angel baby show i'm Avelyn and i'm elise and we will come back to you in just a few I keep it juicy, juicy I eat that lunch mm. She keep that booty, booty She keep that blunt, yeah That natural beauty, beauty Angel Baby Show. Um, I'm Elise, and I'm Ava Lynn. And we were just talking about social media and a little bit about like what we have to do with social media, just with like our mom's work and Ava's Ava's platform. And then we kind of got on a little bit of a conversation that we want to continue for the rest of the show, and then maybe go back to a little bit more about the hotel and the amenities. But we were really talking about social media. And like the obligation to post when you're on vacation and when you're having fun. And Jeremiah raised a really interesting question that, um, that I kind of want to talk about is so I didn't have my phone. I lost my phone right before. So I, I had to travel without, um, my cell phone on this trip. And Ava did have her phone and Ava was posting for the show and was posting for herself. And we're trying to decide like who had a more fun vacation. The girl without the phone, or the girl with the phone. You know. Yeah, I I think there's a couple like a couple like takeaway. Like one, you were working on the trip, so like some of the tours that I went on, um, and took and it was taking photos of. Like I was kind of like I was doing work, but like I was actually going outside and like taking photos. Like you had to stay in and work. So I do think that that was like something that like the fact that you had to work like was not fun, <laughs> yeah. but, um, but I do think that when it came to like nighttime, you know, after the whole day where I took a million photos and I was like, I do think that was when I couldn't really relax versus like, you were like journaling and you were like reading a book and you were watching a movie with the family. And like, I was definitely on my phone, like looking through all the photos, kind of like organizing them, making TikToks, like that type of thing. Yeah. And I do think that I got like way less sleep. (laughs) Like I think I was like up really late, um, just kind of on my phone. And then because of that, like I was a little bit tired during the day. So I do think that like your experience is probably more like fulfilling because I feel like you probably took it in in more of like a human way rather than like I took it in in like, a oh, I got this great video. I got this great photo like of, of this sunset. And that was so pretty. And like, so I do think that it was different experiences. Um, but I think you got a little bit more of like a human experience. if That makes sense. Another interesting thing about not having your phone is I had my laptop so I could do work. And I realized that I was a lot more productive with my time without having a phone because any like work, you know, because you can do work on your phone and people say, like, oh, I'm working if you get mad at them for being on your phone. But anything like I really had to do, like emails or work or business stuff, I was doing. But then I wasn't on my phone scrolling or I don't know what we do on our phones, but we tend to make ourselves busy. And so, I kind of like actually took a lot because I didn't have a phone for about a while. I don't know. A a it just yeah. took a long time to like get a new one. And so I don't know. I did not miss it at all. Like that is the weirdest thing. I feel like when I was younger, I was really into social media and scrolling and seeing everyone's posts. And I remember summers were just the worst because everybody had free time. Every girl was post. I remember like showing mom one summer like scroll, look how many girls are posting like on a bikini at the beach, everyone I knew. And like, I love to post and I think it can be really fun to chronicle your life. But there was just kind of a freedom and not having it and not having to look at things. And I remember logging on to one of your phones on the trip because I wanted to like go on Instagram for something. And because I hadn't looked on Instagram for so long, like I'm not, I'm so used to it by now. I don't really get that affected by it, but I actually like my mood kind of went down after going on Instagram, even though I was in Cabo and it was amazing just seeing all these posts and people and, you know, you'll see a photo of like your ex or someone that was mean to you in high school or, you know, like you just, there's just so many social things and social pressure on social media. And it's, It's an I don't know, like I I don't normally get sad when I go on Instagram, but I got sad after taking such a long break and then looking at it again. Yeah, no, I definitely feel that like I feel that from all of us. And also the the anxiety of like getting back to people like I should have just told people I'm out of the country. I'm not going to get back to you. I'm like, I'm not going to Snapchat you. I'm not going to text you. Like, I'm fully just going to like take photos and like not try. And like, I did that with like a couple like work things. Like I'm, I have this like Nashville guy for music and like, I, and this other guy and like Palm Springs for gigs. And like, I just didn't get back to anyone. Cause I was like, I'm not working. Like I'm not working. I'm going to like, you know, yeah. do, do something else. Um, but yeah, no, I think, but it is like, you know, when you get out of the loop or like, you know, a new song drops, like Olivia Rodrigo's like vampire and stuff. It's like, oh my gosh, I don't want to miss it. You know, I want to be yeah. like, like everyone else. Um, and but I feel that like um, it's weird. Like when you, when you have your phone, you feel like you don't miss that much. But then when you're off your phone for two days, you feel like you missed everything. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's kind of sad. But I also kind of wanted to talk a little bit about just Posting for the sake of like showing what you're doing and make these look more fun than they are. Like I had a friend and she would always post like anytime she was at a club, any party, like she would get like real. Like I feel like I go to a party and I actually don't take any photos or like if I go dancing or I'm with friends or I'm at a club, like I'm not p- taking photos of it but like she would get like real like videos of people like dancing and music. And I remember thinking it looked so good on Instagram and I wasn't super close to her yet. And I was thinking, how does she like take these photos in the moment? And then I remember like, I would go out with her and she wouldn't really like dance and she wouldn't like really talk to you. And she wasn't really like there, but she would just be, her flash would be on and she'd be like taking a video of you. And then you'd be like, oh, uh, do I have to start dancing now? Like no, this no. Is going on social media. Um, And that just reminds me so much of like making something look fun and making it look like you're doing something and trying to capture a moment that like probably would have happened better if like you didn't have your phone out, you know? For sure. I definitely think you just are thinking about the way everything looks and the aesthetic of it, and he, and what you look like and what your friends look like, and like just way too much, you know. Like that was something. It was funny. You were like, "Oh, like I don't know what I look like." Like you know, when we were like at dinner, you were like, "I don't even know what I look like right now" because it's just like, every time I open my like every time I open my phone, I like go on Snapchat to like it's almost like, like a mirror, here. you know. Like yeah. I see what I look like. And like, it was funny. You're like, I don't even know what I look like. like yeah. It's true. Like, I almost know too much what I look like all the time. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah. I'm sick of it. <laughs> no, but it, it's it's just, there's so much. Like we, I feel like we'll always kind of come back and talk about social media because it's just such a big part of our lives. And it's been a big part of our lives. And I think vacations, sadly, are so different to me now than when I didn't have social media or I wasn't obsessed with it. Mm -hmm. And there is a little bit of like, oh my gosh, I'm in England. I have to post like, this is insane. I have to take a photo of me next to Buckingham palace, but then it turns into this every single moment of your entire trip, you feel like you need to document it. And then, and then it can, you don't, you're so glued to your phone. You don't really feel like you're engaging with people and like your fresh guys are experiencing it. So. That's definitely why, you know, I do kind of that like business like organizing before, you know, knowing exactly what I want or what I need. And then once I get it, I can just put my phone away and then not think about it. But, but yeah, no, <laughs> if you want to see all of our amazing, amazing Cabo posts, you can look at my Instagram Evelyn Thurison and then also California Life HD that has a lot of like kind of more of the like you know hotel and more of the restaurants and more of the like commercialized things um but yeah no this is such a fun episode we talked so much about Cabo so much about the food eating our way through Cabo about, you guys got to meet Evie yes we got to meet Evie of Mangeline She was amazing. She's definitely going to come back because we have so many funny EB stories. Um, But yeah, no, thank you to our friend Jeremiah Higgins for being our executive producer. Thank you so much. Yes. And we just really appreciate all of you guys listening to the Angel Baby Show. And we hope you guys are having a great summer. I feel like we're like halfway through. Um, Next up on our show, I feel like, you know, we're probably going to We have a lot of hot talk like I have some things I've I've been thinking about. We could share like some Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift speak now, fearless, you know. Maybe, maybe. Um, but yeah, no, we have a lot of I think entertainment things that are like maybe Maybe worth. And then also maybe definitely not maybe we'll wait a couple of weeks for this, but even like back to school, like Evie's going back to school yes. first of August, so. And college, I think college packing is something packing, yeah. I did not do. And I have some funny stories about that that we'll about in our next Yeah, year. even like, maybe I'll even brush a little bit on sorority rush because I've done it. It's a crazy experience. At least you haven't done it. We could talk about being in sorority versus not being in sorority. Um, we have a lot to talk about and um, I'm really excited. But I think that's all the time we have for the Angel Baby Show today. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Evelyn. I'm Elise. And we'll see you next time.
0: Listeners, we appreciate you and want to hear from you. Please send us your ideas at jeremiah at com or on messenger on facebook or instagram the jeremiah show is produced by executive producer jeremiah higgins and sound producer engineer richard dr d dugan as always a big thanks to our station manager les carroll for letting us on the air at all and me your announcer tony kelly communicate listen more and evolve